the three right away. Just attack the basket. James catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Boom shakalaka! G'day Hoopers, this is at MBAG, who is also known as Matty G from the Insight Podcast Network here representing the Insight NBA show with one of my regular co-hosts and the biggest of all the horses himself, Super Coach Big Horse. How you doing, mate? Hey, mate. How are you? Oh, always, yeah, it gives me half a chub when I hear that. Love it. Mate, talking, talking about things that give us uh, give us a, a bit of a pleasing feeling, nothing pleases us more than introducing one of the newest sponsors to the Insight Podcast Network and the Insight NBA show, Matt Bell from Fantasy Scores. Uh, Matt, welcome. Tell Thanks us a little bit me. about Fantasy. Yeah, man, pleasure. Tell us a little bit about Fantasy Scores and what we're doing here today, mate. Uh, so we're going to be doing a mock draft and we're going to be using my website, Fantasy Scores. Uh, it, it's a tool that has been live for a couple years now. And basically what it does is it integrates live with your mock draft. Um, so as we take picks off the board, that's going to be syncing directly into Fantasy Scores. And Fantasy Scores stores, as the name implies, Z-score rankings of all the NBA players. Uh, so we're going to be doing some live punts and you'll sort of see how it can be used to improve your mock draft. So I'm uh, drafting at three today because I am thinking I want to try a Luca draft because he seems to have moved into the consensus number three pick. Uh, Matt, you're drafting at pick six or five. You're drafting at five and Mick is going to be at 10. So I'm going to do this just off my gut, not using the tool. Matt, you're going to use the tool. Mickey's going to use the tool and some of his insight as well. So we're going to basically do three triple approaches and I can see straight away you're queuing up guys uh, who you're thinking about possibly using with that pick. Yes. Uh, so the guys who I'm sort of looking at around pick five are Tatum, Shea, Halliburton. I'm sort of assuming guys like Jokic is probably going to be off the board and Bede will be off the board. So these are sort of the guys I'm looking at around here. Uh, Mick, who are you going to be thinking about maybe taking around pick 10 today, mate? Good question. Uh, Lamella or Anthony Davis, if they're still there, I really like them in the first round. And then to pair them with a... Well, Giannis, by the looks of the X rank here, 14. I'd love if he fell to 14th, but I don't see that happening. Pairing with Devin Booker, Jaron Jackson Jr. We'll see how we go there. You love a big of a beach defensive presence team. And this is where the, again, for those who are listening in for the first time, if you're new to fantasy when you're doing a Yahoo draft, because Matt, fantasy scores is pretty much a Yahoo exclusive. This is, the, is a prime tool to use if you're a Yahoo fantasy player, yeah? Yeah, that's correct. Right now, it's strictly for Yahoo, and basically the entire tool is custom-built to work with Yahoo leagues. Uh, apart from this draft assistant, now you're going to show us how to integrate a league in a second after your first pick. So if you're in your draft and you're looking to get involved straight away, you need to uh, integrate the tool. Matt's going to also give today on this pod, as we're mock drafting, a how-to guide and how to punt on the fly as well, whereas Mick and I will probably just have to go off the cuff of our pants for this one, Mickey. Mm-hmm. So we, this is, I guess, showing you someone who has an advantage and using a tool to help with your drafts, like Matt's going to do from Panazee scores. 
and us who's just going to try and wing it with our best insight possible and look for our best upside players. I'm pretty sure we're starting off in 17 seconds. As you said, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, Luka is off. Jason Tatum has been creeping up into the top five, top six of drafts. You could have picked him up at seven or eight. He's one of the ones who is really shifty moving up in value. Damian Lillard, though, he's really gone into value in the first, he's really gone into first round consensus top 12 pick, even with his uncertainty, which I'm a little bit concerned of. Matt, when you're doing these analytics and looking at projections, how does things like Damian Lillard's situation factor into your analysis? Yeah. So first round, I'm often looking at, I want to make sure that I get a guy who at the end of the season is going to be worth first round value. And I don't so much care, are they going to be fifth at the end of the season or are they going to be eighth? I just want to make sure that I'm not getting the Carl Anthony Towns of last year who ends up like 35th and you just lose the entire league because of it. So usually I'm going for a guy with a high floor who I think is going to play a lot of games. Yeah, that's smart. Mick, you like the fact that Cats dropped off this year. We've spoken about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. The fact that people are off on him, you just love the value that he could possibly signify, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, when he was consensus top five pick, top six pick last year, he dropped due to the, the lack of spacing with Gobert in the side, but I think he's in for a bounce back season and has potential mid-second to early second round value. Our draft is pretty much shaped out like we knew it. The first pick was Jokic, second was Embiid. I'm going to take Luca with the third pick up off the draft. That, uh, that leaves Shea is gone at four, so that's throwing you out straight away there with one of you guys in your queue. So Halliburton or Tatum for you now? Yeah, I I mean, I was sort of hoping for Shea there. Uh, Halliburton or Tatum, honestly, I could go either way with this. I'm going to go Halliburton. um, And what I'll do here for the first pick is I'm going to take this ID. It's up in the URL bar here. And I'm going to go back to Fantasy Stores. And we're going to connect here live on the fly mid-draft. So you can see as the league Mm. there, uh, all of the players who have been picked live come off the board on fantasy scores and I can refresh in the picks that have been picked. And as I select my team, what I'm going to be doing on my end is selecting my lineup here and my players are going to be streaming into fantasy scores. So it's sort of a different view uh, than what you'll get on Yahoo. Um, So I'll just go full screen there and it lets you see the, these are sort of more, mathematically exact rankings than you'll get on Yahoo. So if I go back to the rankings page, this just gives us a really easy way to compare players as we're going down. And sorry, I think Mick, it's your pick there. It is. So I'll take Lamelo Ball with number 10. With um, what I do want to bring up while you've got your, um, your screen up. So the dark green along with our um, YouTube uh, segments that we've done on each team, dark green signifies very good, right through to dark red, which means pretty ordinary. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of why we've done that with our season previews for each team as well, to look at the things that you know players are excellent at and they have a really high score. Um, and I love that you've got the interpretation guide up there as well. So when someone gets this tool for the first time, like Mick, I know when you were playing with it the other day, you love the fact that it tells you what everything means straight away. Absolutely. So you get used to the system, mate. Yeah, and this this interpretation guide isn't anything super mathematically exact, and it's sort of what you'd expect with the colors there. But the uh, the underlying sort of math principle behind it, and I promise I won't go too deep into the math, but just to give a quick overview, if you're getting a guy who's 
0.00. That is your perfectly average player for a 12-team league. Um, Whereas a player who's 1.0, which is really good, is a standard deviation above your average player. Um, So they sort of represent the number of standard deviations away from average. And that is effectively what Z-scores are. So with the 11th pick in this draft, Jaron Jackson Jr. was taken in the first round, which I think is too high. Uh, Edwards taken at 12, Davis at 13, Donovan Mitchell at 14, which means... Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, should I go Yeah, Yeah, I'll go Giannis. Giannis is making his way to the big horses at pick 15. <laughs> big stable there for the big horse. Oh, they've flown mm. off the board. Uh, Giannis, Kyrie, and Devin Booker have gone straight on off. I Look, Donovan Mitchell going there was really early. He is got enough an average draft ranking of 20 right now. I love him mid-second round. I just think the points that he represents is huge. Yeah. Uh, Maddie, what are you doing just as you assess your pick there? Yeah, um, so I'm looking through sort of who's the the nice thing about this view is you see people ranked by whatever. Uh, right now, I'm on my own fantasy scores projections, but you can upload your custom ones. And I'm just looking who's still on the board who I like. I I feel like everyone likes him, but I really like Mikkel Bridges' second pick if he's still there, mm. and he looks like he is. I, I think I'm going to go for him. I don't know what my punt is quite yet, but I'm going to assess after. Oh shit. I just auto-drafted Van Vliet while I was talking. Okay. Oh, no. I guess, I guess we're going Van Vliet. I guess we're going Van Vliet, which means I think that means I'm going to have to go Mikhail Bridges and snipe him from you. <laughs> um, look, I like what he represents. You said you pretty much called it out before. You like a guy who's going to represent value for you because he's going to return a higher pick than healthy and games. I'm going to say, you know, like that old monkey, don't say about who you're going to draft until you draft him. I'm going to put Kawhi Leonard in my queue. I'm just thinking he's going to play possibly more games this year than he has for the past few seasons. By all accounts, he's currently healthy. And if I'm going to get him in the early third round with the 27th pick, and he's a player who widely we know can be a top 10, top 15 player in fantasy, that would be a smart choice for me, I think. Him or a Jimmy Butler or a Paul George, um, those kind of guys I think are really going to get me some value back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so here on my end, uh, since I accidentally ended up with Van Vliet there, um, looking at my team, I can see that field goal percentage takes a huge hit as soon as you get Van Vliet. So for me, mm. that's sort of an obvious punt. Um, I may sort of end up probably just going to start with field goal percent, actually. And so I've punted that on my team, and the players going down here have re-ranked themselves by field goal punt. Oh, and that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, am- so that's fantastic. The and the big thing that I want to look for here is the guys who are what I always think of when I'm punting is if I'm punting one of the stats that's easy to get for guards. So field goal percent is an easy punt to do with guards. I want to look for what are the big men that I'm going to fill my team with um, who aren't going to hurt me too badly for this punt. So one guy that I'm looking at is Porzingis, uh, because he shoots the three, so he doesn't hurt you as much if you're doing a field goal punt. Um, 15 seconds till you pick. I don't want you auto-picking again. Yeah, no, we're not going to auto-pick. And I'll talk to you, while you have a look at that, Matty, I will talk through the picks, because I got smashed, and this is exactly where fantasy scores could have helped me out. I had my cue, and every single son of a bitch that it was in my queue went off the board before me. So I took off Mikhail Bridges because I sniped him from you. Sabonis went on. I had Kawhi, Lowry, and Cade all in my queue, 
with my fourth person being Paul George, and they all flew off the board there. Uh, so we've had Kawhi at 24, Lowry at 25, Kate at 26, Paul George 27, Butler at 28. Uh, you've just taken KP, as you said, at 29. Um, then Carl uh, Anthony Towns at 30, Shells Miles Turner, LeBron James Jabber at 32, Estes Pascal Siakam, which brings it to you, Mickey Dell. Yeah, Jalen Brunson at 31 for me. Uh, actually, no. I'm going to stay away from him. I'm going to go Bam at my pick just to shore up the bigs for me. There's a couple of shooting guard point guards that I can see with value that will hopefully make it back to me at the start of the fourth round. I've got my eye yep. on De'Aaron Fox mainly. Yeah, you like De'Aaron Fox in that fourth round. I do. You really, you've you've I taken do. him a couple of times. Yep. Yep, yep, for sure. And him and Sabonis, if you ask Justin, they're top one of one in the league when you're talking about combos. <laughs> but for me, they're probably, you know, top five or six. They work really well together, and I can see him having another big year. Looking at your tool there, Matt, tell us who are the best players still on the board according to fantasy scores right now. Because on mine, the ranking or X ranking, let's say, has got Jalen Brunson, Drew Holiday, Vucevic, Kessler, Wenbanyama, Garland, Holgren, uh, Fox, Mobley, and OG Ananobi. Your tool there, you've got Middleton, DeJounte Murray, Vooch, Drew. So there's a few names that are the same, but there are a whole bunch of names that aren't. And that's where you're focusing now on your punt build. So it's promoted those guys in value based on field goal percentage going out the window, correct? Yes, that's correct. The other thing I want to call out are that right now we're sorting by projections. Uh, if we do last season stats, which may be a little more in line with what you're seeing, um, Okay, I mean, I guess a guy like, this is why I do projections. You don't want Chris Paul up there when he's six man now. Um, but yes, they, they do change a little bit. Um, so let's... Uh, so someone like uh, Middleton is up there. Um, I think he's and I think he's going to have a bounce back here a little bit. I, I don't think he can get much worse than he was last year. Um, Vucevic, Drew Holiday, Ananobi... And again, this is specific to the punt field goals build. So Middleton jumps up quite a few ranks with that build. Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a, I've got Luca as my PG. He plays exclusively there. I've got McCall as my shooting guard. Poor George is my, um, my another guard. He's been putting his guard first, even though he plays more small forward, power forward. Mick, how's it shaping out for you there, mate? Yeah, not too bad. I've got Lamelo and De'Aaron Fox as my PG. SG combo, I, I guess you could say, and then Giannis and Bam for the big. So I'm fairly comfortable at the moment with rebounds. Uh, assists don't look too bad, but, yeah, three-point percentage is way out the window. So it's a punch three-point team at the moment. Yeah, I'm um... – I've got some decisions. But if I had the made. tool, I'd be able to be confident <laughs> – so this yeah, is, this I, is I feel like with Giannis, the, uh, yeah. I'll be honest, I don't know, if you've got Giannis on your team, you may not need the tool to know what to punt. Uh, his <laughs> free throws are just so atrocious. Yeah, there you go. Especially on the volume that he gets them on there too. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so it's my pick here. Um, I like OG. I, I need a small forward. I think he's going to do sort of similar to what he did last year, but probably a little bit higher usage now that Van Vliet is not on the team. So I'm going to pick Do you have to? Do you have to? Oh, you were looking at two, weren't you? Yeah, good on you. Good pick. No, I love that pick for you. I think that's a really solid pick. I'm going into... Should I take a couple of 
guys off the board. I think I should. You've got 10 seconds, Matty. I know. I know. I'm going to take Chet. I've got a lot of. I'm, I'm going to take Chet off the board just because, by the way, in this draft, if I'm looking at this draft exclusively, for me, I need two centers. There's another guy that I've got my eye on. I've, I've had a choice there. I've got Evan Mobley, Nick Claxton, and Chet Holgren. Mobley's then gone off after me, Jamal Murray, and there goes Claxton. So I took a bit of a gamble there, like, who am I going to take? But there was another guy that I had in mind who I thought might be able to help me out a little bit, and that's Jarrett Allen in Cleveland. Or I've, I've yeah. taken Daniel Gafford a couple times, so I kind of like him. Um, oh, I'm going to take Allen. And really shore up that field goal percentage of mine. Give me some rebounds. Give me some defensive stats. Uh, just before that, Zach Levine went off. I was kind of looking for points, but I think I'm going to be okay with points with Luca oh, McCall and Paul George. Uh, and straight after me, Jordan Poole's gone off the board. Jordan Poole is going in the fifth round quite averagely now. And I think you're looking at maybe a top 50 player at the end of the season. So him at 52nd is probably a good shout. Maddie, you're scrambling. Who are you looking for? Yeah, there? I, wanted, oh, I wanted a Jordan Poole there, but... Um... Just with the uh, with the punt field goals build, especially he just jumps so so mm. many ranks. Um, he, he jumps fifty ranks with a punt field goals build. So I was looking at that. Um, I picked up Scotty Barnes though. What worries me with my build a little bit is that I need a second center, and with this particular punt, if we filter down by centers here, there's not many left who don't uh, who don't drop fifty ranks from this punt. So that's what's worrying me a little bit. Yeah. This is this is gonna be an interesting one. Mm. Talk us up to you, Mickey Dell. What are you looking at, mate? Well, yeah, I'm looking now to add someone who may give me a bit of everything. So I've got my eyes on Josh Giddy. Uh, mm. we've seen in the in the FIBA World Cup, he's sort of come on a little bit, he's matured. People forget he's still only 20, 21 years of age. So his third year in the NBA, I, I see big things for Josh a lot along with Scotty Barnes. I think Barnes is going to have a big uptick in productivity in Toronto now that uh, Van Fleet's left there. So Josh Giddy will be for me. And then half tossing up with the idea with Alperin Shengun. Hopefully he's mm. still there when it comes back around to me. Yeah, I like that for you. Mm. And so, so Matt, again, when- are, you, are you punting with your build there, Matt? No, I'm doing this off the fly. I kept my word to it. I was I was thinking about punting. Um, I'm trying to do a jack of all trades build. I actually like with what I've got right now overall. I think when you've got Luca, you have the flexibility to build around. I like what Mick's doing. I like how he's leaning and he's being reflexive. And I can just see when I'm looking at your squad, I'm looking at them through now. I just love how you're being so focused, but you're actually adding other things in to complement that based on your rankings. And I think that's the best thing about the tool there. You can see how much that, jump is on that punt rank like that for me is a bit of a game changer like how much they go up depending on the second that you um you do that yeah yeah and i mean i will acknowledge some it's tricky sometimes you see the green numbers oh this guy jumps 50 ranks i have to get him on my team and then next thing you know you have six point guards so you do have to be a little bit careful about for instance here i'm punting field goals i have to make sure that i'm getting centers on my team as well um but yeah, it's it's nice to be able to see instantly, okay, these are the centers that I should be targeting given the punt that I have. 
Uh, Mick Dell, tell me about your massive acquisition just then for the big horses. Yep. So at 63, I picked up Zion Williamson, who if he stays healthy, top 20 value at yep. 63. It's a steal if he can keep his body right. Absolutely, mate. Who else has been coming off the board around you? Who was after that? Do we had Jalen Williams? Uh, so, yeah, Jal- Jalen Williams, Cam Johnson. And one that's been falling a little bit, Chris Middleton. Mm. Last year was a pretty ordinary year for him with injury, but him and Giannis, like there's top 50 value there for, for Middleton if he can keep his body or keep himself on the court. Shen Goon at 67 too. I like that there. Um. Here, I kind of like Trey Murphy. Um, Even though he's been injured, we needed that update to see where he's coming back. That's the one thing that I'm waiting for. for yeah, him. I just think I need to start filling the center power forward slots, and he has power forward eligibility. Um, so I, I'm just going to pick him up there. But yeah, the, the injury is a little bit concerning. 10 to 12 weeks. So he'll miss a little bit, and you'll get him on the back end value there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I've got... Uh, yeah, it's, I am next and I am a little bit stuck as Cam Johnson's gone off the board, Trey Murphy, Shangoon, as you said, Mick, Middleton slipping to 67th, a bit of a bounce back year for him. Um, ooh. Oh, Chris Paul at 69, that's disgusting. That is way too early for Chris Paul. And that was a pick too. Um, I am, do I go, Mick, do I go youth? Yes. I'm going to no go. Question. I'm going to go Franz Wagner on the back of a, a pretty solid FIBA campaign. I need to get that. Really nice, he, yeah. Again, this is this is what I'm, I'm really leaning into. I think, Matt, when you said, like, what am I punting? I'm looking for jacks of all trades. I'm looking for so much eligibility across my positions this year. I want to be able to be really flexible with my spots. I think the way that the schedule and the NBA breaks, there's a lot of four-game weeks, especially down the back end of playoff time. So I want to be able to feed all my categories. But I also want to be more active in my trades this year, I think, as well. So I want to get guys who are really flying off. After that one, other guys who I wanted. So after Franz, my alternate pick was Devin Vassell. Derek White's gone at 72. 73 is Paolo Banquero, who is another of the young bucks that I was looking at, which then falls back to me as well. So I'm really in a position now where I'm looking for maybe a point guard or oh, maybe a point guard. No, another point guard to help fatten that up. Yeah, probably. I haven't got this bloke yet in any draft that I've wanted, it's probably too early for him. Look, I'm looking oh, at Tyus. No. Sorry. Oh, you, want to, you just want to, you're a Canadian. You just want all the bloody Raptors players. <laughs> you're not using the tool. You just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the tool actually just recommends the Raptors. It does. It's, 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 it's bias. Um, I'm going to go Tyus Jones just to get me some assists low turnovers, steals. I think he's going to have a wonderful opportunity in Washington. And I'm not, it's just fitting those earlier categories that I've got. I'm pretty punting blocks at this point entirely as well. I'm not going to get too many of those around this. Chet will get me some. Paul will, you know, Paul George will get me some. Mikhail Bridges isn't the shot blocker that he used to be. Um, But Jared Allen's going to get me a few. So I'm I'm probably there enough to be serviceable and semi-competitive. But yeah, I'm, I'm going off there after me. Uh, with Tyus Jones was Clint Capella um, has gone off the board and it's brought it up to you now, Maddie. Yeah. Uh, so I know who I'm taking here. It's Jabari Smith. He is the mm. last center on the board who sort of fits this punt build. His, he, he, he doesn't have the greatest field goal percent and he shores up blocks uh, quite a lot for me. So I, I think that nice. makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah, I like that one a lot. Shells, Jabba, ST, Mitch Robinson, announced sports to you, Mick. Yeah, I'm going to take Jar in the at the 82nd pick. I think that's that's a pretty good area. Oh, to you beautiful? Wait out his suspension. Yeah, mate, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's 82nd. Mick is a huge pick. Talk us through up the next ones up to Maddie while you play around with the tool and show us some stuff on the back end of there. Mick, talk us through the picks and Maddie, yeah. you play around on your tracker. So Michael Porter Jr. went at 78, Kuzma at 79, Jeremy Grant at 80, Mitch Robinson at 81, which I think is too early for him. And oh, geez, Jalen Green from Houston, if you're punting mm. every category at 83. <laughs> <laughs> he just jacks up oh. everything, doesn't he? Hey, can I call him the tissue box? And why would you call him the tissue box? Because he jacks up everything. <clears throat> we'll call him. We'll call him the. We'll call him the sock, Jalen Green. The sock, yeah, the sock. The sock. Uh, I need and then after that, Austin Reeves is gone. Anthony Simons at eighty-five. Mickey's doing the hard research. I'll, I'll talk him through for you, Mick. I know you're trying to figure yeah, this out. Do. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you're. You're trying to. You. You. You are just like. We've got someone using a tool here. I'm just like semi-panic yeah. mode half the time because my queue is being decimated. Me too. I'm I, I never scared to queue. No, I'm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing at the at the end of the draft how we all how we all fare. So I'm trying to put a bit of effort into shoring up some categories. I'm going to go another um, jack of all trades, master of none, and Draymond Green at 87. Hmm. Tyler Hero at 88, Marcus Smart at 89. Miles Bridges went at 86 as well. Matty Garrett, do you think that's too early or do you think that's about right for him? Miles Bridges? I think he's starting to, I think people are starting to get over the whole like suspension thing with him. And he's one of the guys who's returning early from suspension. He's really going about the not like late 80s, early 90s. So this is about where I do see him. Going off, but guys who this is about where I see him starting to fall after 80, you'll be pretty comfortable taking him. I'm a little bit less into him this year with PJ Washington now being side, and just the still the whole thing about I want to know what's happening with Mark Williams because I think Mark Williams is one of the best players left on our board with the role he's going to have in the pick and roll game this year. But if they play small ball, um, I just see his role being to like again, I don't want to handcuff season in Charlotte again, so. Mm-hmm. You put Miles back into that. It's back to me. Oh, geez. I've got – I love this pick for me, uh, and I'm going to draft him straight away because I need another forward. And I think Daniel Gafford is starting yeah. to be, for me, he has absolutely fallen into the sleeper territory for me because I could probably have got him up to 85. I see Gafford probably a top 60 player. And so for me, picking him up now, I mean, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm pretty high on what he does. And the thing I love about Daniel Gafford is for the bigger guy, his free throw percentage is, although is not great, is also like it's one that I can offset probably just a little bit. Why do I always have to get this guy? Jesus. So this I love, 96. uh, D'Angelo Russell's gone off. Mikhail Fultz at 95 was another guy I was watching. I'm pretty much done with my point guards now, though. 
So I was just kind of, I was happily going to let that fly. CJ McCollum at 97 with Trey Murphy's injury, I think is a real excellent pickup. So if you can get CJ McCollum at the 97th pick there, I think that's great. Scoot Henderson, damn it. That's probably where I would have gone. 98 for Scoot is, is starting to be somewhat serviceable. Uh, who are the best point guards according to fantasy scores that are left on the boards right now there? Uh, point guards still left on the board. Sorry, I'm just getting my cue ready here. Okay, point guards on the board. We have uh, CJ McCollum is gone. Spencer Dinwiddie. Did he? Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, DeAnthony Melton. Oh, this is for field goal punt. Um, Emmanuel Quickly is number one right now. DeAnthony Melton, Spencer Did- Dinwiddie. It's getting kind of thin. It is getting that's thin. Your, that's your pick up. too, Matt. You got 15 uh, that's seconds. Right. I have a guy queued up. Um, this is where the tool really starts to. Oh, did I? Oh, you took Tobias Harris. Oh, God. I took Tobias Harris. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I think Tobias um, Harris around pick 100 for me. I got him at 99. Uh, just what he does overall over the course of a season is there. And if if Joel gets traded down the track, I've said this before, if they blow it up entirely and it's decimated in Philadelphia, he might be the only big man left standing. Talk about big man standing. <laughs> Mick Dell, pick 106. Onyeka Okongwu. Oh, love the upside. Yeah, I think uh, Capella's on the way out. He'll move into the starting role there and average his double-double there. Now, who's one guy? I know that you're really keen on looking at this around here. I know there's about two or three guys that I'm really curious to see can get back to you, Mick, later on. Um, I know one of them, Josh Hart, uh, out of mm-hmm. position rebounds for a guard. I know that you're high on Matt. Yep. When you're looking at your positions with fantasy scores, those guys who get those out of position assists and steals and rebounds, how does that factor into their Z score for those who are learning how to read Z scores and interpret this when they're drafting? Yeah, something like that. It's more of an art than a science. Like you, that's where it sort of comes in. You have to look at your team and see at this point in the draft what categories do you need to shore up. And let's say I'm looking through here. At this point, I'm basically punting rebounds as well on my team but maybe i want to shore up something like assists i think and then you would uh you would sort of go down and look for guys late who have the little green assist box like something like trey jones still available um and you can sort of use use it to shore up assists that way and he's just going off after you make there's uh wendell carter jr uh trey jones went off keegan murray jalen mcdaniels keldon johnson uh and mark williams finally going off at 114 which i think is sensational value uh, Yusuf Nurkic, which is back to you then, Matt, with the 116th pick. Yeah, and I think I am going to shore up assists. I'm actually going to go for Westbrook here. And so there there I was sort of able to sort by assists, and he's one of the last players here. So maybe maybe it's a bit early for him, but uh, mm. it, it sort of gets, gets assists at the very least, and you're not really getting that from many other people. Maybe Ben Simmons as well would have been... So that was my question. That was my question to you. Ben Simmons doesn't fit your build, even though he'll get you that because you're punting field goal percentage. He has a higher field goal percentage, but not that. I'm just, by the way, I'm going to take Brucey Brown. Um, I love Bruce Brown at 118. I think Bruce Brown is a top 100 player. Anytime that Bruce Brown drops me after number 100 this year, my advice is to take him. I, th- I think I just love Bruce Brown there for overall value. I could probably get another small forward power forward kind of bloke a forward it's almost back to me oh see there's Rashawn Holmes so Bruce Brown Rashawn Holmes at 119 Al Horford 120 uh Malcolm Brogdon 
Broggy has gone off at 121. Uh, Yee who keeps on sniping my picks every now and then, is coming out the queue. I'm probably looking for... I'm doing a bit of a handcuff roll. Guys around now, I'm looking for... Oh, I've got to take... No, I've got to take my guy. Oh, you took my guy again. Oh, that wasn't No, me. no, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I wasn't... Look, I was looking at Boggy. Um, I've let him go <laughs> off. I like Sadiq Bay in Atlanta, but I'm not going to take him only because I keep on talking about the highs of Obi Toppin. In my last three drafts I've done, uh, Obi Toppin has been swiped off my board and I'm sick of missing out on him. So I'm going to take in Obi Toppin and lead into my paces stack um, with the 120th. I just think he's going to have a good season with 121. So 123, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. at 124. Uh, and I, I left Sadiq Bay and Kevin Herter on the board, hoping one of them returns to me down the track. Again, hoping is a very different thing in fantasy for actually happening. Mm. So who do you guys like late? We're getting to pick 11, pick 12. Who are your late round flyers at this point? Yep, who I'm about to draft, Ben Simmons. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were leading there, Mickey Dell. Mm. Yeah, he's burnt me once, he's burnt me twice, but third time's a charm. I don't want to say, because I think I'm really into I'm really into someone. I want to take him on a first date and buy him a drink. And I think every time that I've said their name in fantasy, uh, they've gone. Uh, Mick, Ben Simmons, talk us through these other picks, mate, and who are you looking for? I want, I want you to like think about who you're going to go for and talk us through your processes because yeah, you're at that really thing with – yeah. Yeah, I, I've gone really heavy with um, rebounds, blocks, assists. Yeah. Uh, I'm punching free throws – and three-point percentage. So I'm probably looking right now for another guard, and that guard is going to be Colin Sexton if he falls to me. Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah let's he has a role. Goes. But he definitely yeah. has a role at Utah, yep. Yeah, he's, he's, there's been a lot of talk about him. Uh, Matty Malley and I did that in the uh, Utah mm-hmm. preview, that he's talking about, I want to be the starter, I want to be the starter. Look, I guess yep. that then does lead into... Look, Isaiah Stewart's gone after there. Gordon Haywood, who's a nice, like, late roundish value, is okay. Um, yep, Gordon Haywood, Kyle Lau- Josh Hart there has gone at 138. Matt falls to you now with the 140th yeah, pick. Um, so here, I, I only have two centers, so I think I need to sort of shore up that spot. Um, I like Tillman, just generally, even though he doesn't fit, fit my build. I, I think he's going to have a good year this year. Um, so I, I'm going to pick him up. Yeah, I'm a, I'm still Sadiq Bay is going out 134 as you, I said before. He was where I was really looking. I am probably looking to get. I need another center. I don't know why I've got all this center eligibility, but one hasn't. I'm going to take one of my upshot guys. Oh, you know who I'm going to take? Zach Collins. Mm, yeah. He'll fill that power forward center spot again, dual eligibility, which means my last pick when it's going to come back to me, I have a pure upshot pick. And I've left that one for my last one because I've been able to pick him up in my last few rounds. So Xavier Tillman, uh, again, the last of the centers start to go off the board. Anyone who needs that center, especially in a mock draft. Also, if you're in a draft, if you're in a league and you have a two-center league, talk to your commissioner and get out of that league. Have them change it to another utility spot. Do something else with that because two centers, you draft these a lot in these mock drafts and it can kook you up and it doesn't really sometimes prepare you as well as a normal draft, I find. Um it's almost back to my pick. Going off the board, uh, Zach Collins, Norm Powell, good pick there. Jaden Ivey late. Uh, Kayla Martin. Um, yeah, so, yep, Kayla Martin in Miami. It's about to be my turn. There's one guy. This is my last upshot pick. 
And I've got a few. I've, look, I'm not going to get a Sewer Thompson. He's my other guy that I've been really leaning into. Um, I've really, really enjoyed picking up. Look, I could get him right now. Um, I could pick up a Sewer Thompson. I love the last round potential that he has. But my other one that I'm really starting to lean into is Keontae George. So I'm just going to take Keontae George as my flyer. So I'm, I'm interchanging my last round flyers lately. I'm looking at Keontae George, especially in Utah with that role that he could, if they're a tanking team down the stretch, he's a rookie. He's going to kook me by way of percentages a lot, but I like what value he can represent for me late. For sure. Matty, how's it shaping up on your last years here, mate? Um, I, I picked up the lawn right last purely. I mean, this is where you can sort of see with the tool just based off last season's stats. He's... 65th so like a seventh round guy for me um so i just figured you know what we'll go with someone who's sort of proven you he, you sort of know what he's going to give you he'll probably do that again and getting a seventh round pick in the 12th round is pretty good value yeah absolutely all right that's draft complete that is it going through the teams right now uh mick dell yeah did you want to leave it maddie can bring it up on his screen he can show yeah, so I've got Nick. Nick, I have your team up here if you want to yep, take us beautiful. through it. Yep, oh, so yeah. I've got um, Lamello, Giannis, Bam, Darren Fox, John Morant, Zion Williamson, Onyeka Okongwu, Josh Giddy, Draymond Green, Keldon Johnson, Ben Simmons, Denny Avdia, which I see is extremely nice value in the last round, and Colin mm. Sexton. With my team there, you can see points, not too bad. Rebounds, nice. Assists. Not too bad. Steals and blocks, not yeah, okay. Um, I'm definitely punting three point percentage and free throw percentage. Yeah, mate. Can you bring up mine there, Maddie, as well? I did so I tried to calculate this. I was using the in-app Yahoo tool through for that to try to calculate their projections and where my points are without seeing it visually. So now that I see it, I can really see that I'm weaker on steals than I was hoping to be. I'm weaker on three points made than I was hoping to be. Um, overall, which isn't great for me, as you can see across the board. Um, and this is where using a tool like Banner Z scores can assist you to make your builds and be positive. I've got a really good field goal percentage, actually, which I was like initially was surprised by because I've got a lot of bulk and, and volume guys, but guys like Gafford um, and Jared Allen are really going to help me there. Obi Toppin, I think, is going to represent a good field goal percentage. Tyus Jones, Zach Collins. So that's buoyed me a lot. I've got decent, I'm decent in turnovers. But that's the thing about my team. I'm really happy with the jack of all trades build. I think it's going to be competitive overall. But again, I couldn't, without seeing this tool in front of me while I'm drafting live, I couldn't be like, oh, look, I'm really golden in points. I've managed to come out zero with that. So I'm okay. Again, I'm average. I'm average in my totals. I'm good at rebounds. I managed to you know, squeak in there and get into the very good area. But yeah, it's all on the fly. And that's where a tool like Fantasy Scores can really assist me with mine. Maddie, what about yeah. you, mate? Yeah, the interesting thing here too about your team. So keep in mind, these are my personal projections right now uh, that we're on. So you may disagree on certain things and that's that's fine. Everyone will. We can also go back to uh, last year too and see how, I guess you picked guys like Obi Toppin who wouldn't have done as well last year and Chet isn't even here. Um, but you can sort of toggle between those two things. Um, yeah, on my team, let's take a look. So what's interesting is you can immediately see the difference between someone who's consciously punting a couple of categories. And if we go back to Maddie's team, sort of, you can see the cells are, are playing across the board. 
with the exception of field goal percent and you jump over to me and immediately I'm going to lose field goal percent every single week because I was punting that category. Likewise with rebounds, probably losing that every week and winning steals every single week. Um, yeah, that's a massive steals total. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, it's maybe even a little bit too top heavy. And when you see something like this, maybe I'm thinking, okay, well, I accidentally drafted Van Vliet on my team at the start. He could be someone that I look to trade off to maybe shore up something like like points. We can sort of bring that a little more competitive or even blocks um, and sort of make the team a little bit less lopsided. And that's where you can like get in touch with guys like Mick and your thing. And like, I hey, Mick, by the way, I saw you drafted old mate here. And this is what you have the in your the tool for fantasy scores. You also have a bit of a trade analyzer as well. So you can look at players target right throughout the league and have a look at how that's going to shape up for you as well. Yeah, exactly. So like, let's say I wanted to offer someone like Van Vliet to, who does Mick have on his team that I would want? Um, who's Mick going to give know. you? Yeah, maybe someone like De'Aaron Fox, get, just get someone who's a, a higher, high scorer. And then it'll sort of calculate what you're, what you're gaining and losing. Okay, maybe I, maybe I wouldn't want to offer that trade, but I'd, I'd sort of play around with it there. Brilliant, mate. That's awesome. Yeah, that's absolutely. Like you, you think about it, De'Aaron Fox for Van Fleet for me, and I don't have the tool, you think, wow, that'd be an awesome trade if I'm getting a Fox for Van Fleet. But we've just seen firsthand there with the statistics and analytics behind what we're providing you here with fantasy scores, it would make you worse off. Yeah, exactly. And it's even more so with the punt. Um, mm. Here you can, like, as soon as, okay, I'm punting field goals, I it, it hurts my punt a lot to be trading away Van Vliet with that punt. Um, and that becomes super apparent as soon as you click the button and you see this, this, uh, the, this is the total of the trade. Uh, so what you'd be gaining or losing overall. And as soon as you mm -hmm. click that, you can tell. And I think the best thing about this tool is right now, thanks to uh, you, Maddie, we're giving our listeners uh, five bucks off, US dollars off. So if you're actually interested in getting this tool, which we highly recommend, if you are in a Yahoo league, you want a competitive advantage, you want to get the insight, use tools like this, use us at Insight Fantasy Sports, Get your advice. Use Matt's tool from Fantasy Scores, and you can get five US dollars off right now by using the promo code Insight. That's I N S I G H T. For those of you who don't want to spell it I N S I T E, like someone's tried to do already, go you. Know. Yeah, good. It's the same. It's not the same. Stupid words. But look, mate, thanks so much for your time today, Matt. Make sure you reach out to Matt at Fantasy Scores. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time, because, and thank you very much, everybody, for this Insight NBA podcast. We'll catch you soon, folks.